so much for joining us for another week of sluts and scholars we hope you enjoy the episode remember that you can follow us and see all of our upcoming news and episodes on instagram at sluts and scholars on twitter at slut scholars and please email us with your questions and wonderings at sluts and scholars at gmail.com Welcome back to another week of Sluts and Scholars. I'm Nicoletta. And I'm Simone. And just so you know about our guest, we met Caroline when we were out for Ava's birthday. Ava is the one who did the podcast with the fisting conversation. So if you haven't heard that, check it out. Yeah. Um, so we met. So Ava's birthday was at the inimitable Jumbo's Clown Room in Los Angeles, which is a strip club, dance club. We'll get into more details, but it has sexy women dancing. Anyway, Caroline was one of them. She has a tattoo of Thomas Gallaudet on her thigh. We struck up conversation about American Sign Language, and turns out she has a master's degree in social work, which she completed in sign language. Now, bear in mind, Caroline is hearing. Uh, Dancing got her through grad school, and she's completely open about being a dancer and also really fucking good at it. So thank you. Really good. You were a favorite that night. Thank you. What an amazing bio. We had like a whole group of queer women hanging out that were just like, (laughs) like throwing the money because you were so great. Yeah, and they were all jealous that that I'm the one who talked to you. Oh my God. (laughs) Because you knew who Thomas Gallaudet was, and so many people don't know who that is. Yeah. I thought it was Thomas. uh, No, I thought it was Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Everyone always thinks it's Abraham Lincoln. Do you want me to tell the story of why I brought it? So everyone always thinks it's Abraham Lincoln because. the guy who did the the statue in front of Gallaudet also did the Lincoln Memorial. Mm-hmm. So we have oh, a, like a little con- DC, yeah, a little conspiracy going on where um, basically because he learned sign language before he did the statue, if you look really closely at the Lincoln Memorial, <gasps> he has an A and an L in his hand in sign language. Oh, for Abraham. for those Republicans and Illuminati members listening. <laughs> um, Try to figure out what that's about. I mean, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, Gallaudet University is a deaf university yes. in D.C. where most of the students, I'm assuming, are deaf. Yeah, about 99%. About 99%. Yeah. What so, do you call yourself if you're surrounded by folks who are hard of hearing or deaf, but you are a, you're a hearing, hearing person? I'm just hearing. Yeah, okay. I'm a hearing person. A strange hearing girl. So what got you interested in that? Um, I took sign language in high school, and I was pretty good at it. And then I got— Are you always good with your hands? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, still I, currently good. Still currently amazing at it. Um, I, uh, sorry. I, <laughs> distracted. distracted. Sorry. What happened? Uh, sign language. So yeah, I took it and then I got my undergrad in deaf studies. And usually you have to become an interpreter or a teacher if you get that degree. Um, if you're an interpreter, you have to be very neutral. I am not a neutral person. So, neutral like you can't have an opinion. Like, right, the, like way you have you, to the way you sign without an be... opinion. Like, you can't have no. bias. So right. it's, like, hard because you're, like, interpreting. Your, it's none of your words. It's none of your own expression. Right. And basically, I wanted to be in the deaf community as a hearing person, but I wanted to have opinions. And I wanted mm. to actually, like, do something, not just share other people's opinions back and forth. Like, mm-hmm. I still interpret when it's needed or for work now and then, but it's not, like, what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I applied to Gallaudet as a hearing person, didn't think I was going to get in, and then— Got in and was humbled very quickly because I was a good signer for like a hearing person. But then, well, yeah, I I mean, if you took it in high school, like I think about, so I'm from France and I always meet people who are like, oh my God, I took French in high school. Yeah. And their French is like abysmal. No, excuse me. Mine is mediocre (laughs) at best. Mediocre. (laughs) Mediocre. It ranges from abysmal to mediocre. And so I am at, I guess you were definitely better than mediocre, but still must have been such a challenge. Well, I was still, I signed like a hearing, I had a hearing accent, um, I would say. And then, when I went to Gallaudet, everyone's deaf. 
So I lived on campus. I went completely in. I didn't, like, talk on the phone in public or, like, you know, things like— I try to give up some of my, like, hearing privileges and adjust to— it's the one deaf mecca. So, like, yeah. you Whoa. can't expect them so, to, like, like don't adjust show to up you. and be like— Don't be a dick. Basically. Don't be a dick. I love Just it. Just don't be a dick. Really That's basic wild. Role That's amazing. And you were dancing at that time as well? Yeah. So I was, um, I stripped in undergrad. Wait, how do you define what Jumbos is? Okay. Uh, it's so hard. It's hard, right? Jumbos is its own thing. Jumbos is, is like fucking a amazing. burlesque bikini bar that just like organically became trendy mm. and organically just started getting like these beautiful girls. Um, do you know the story of Jumbos? What's the story of Jimbo's? Yeah. Yeah. I just know that I like going there and I like that there's alternative tattooed people who are very talented at everything from yeah. actual pole sports to yeah. um, bending their bodies in wild ways. And they surf alcohol, which is why it's not fully nude. Which is amazing. Which is great. And Everybody there's not really like private dances either. It's more like a show. Yeah. Like we have a booth, but it's kind of like a joke. It's in the open. It's You make there's all your booth? money. Exactly. I didn't even know exactly. there was a booth. Exactly. It's like, like the bathroom? By the ba- it's what like do you by mean? the bathrooms. It looks like you can just sit there. But that's our lap dance booth if you're like going to do a lap <laughs> dance. Oh, but it's oh, really you can get a lap dance. You can. This changes things. But, but um, like, uh, not compared to other strip clubs, like, you have to go and ask the girl, and girls, you can easily, you're allowed to turn them down. Like, uh, as a girl that works there, you, you are not required to give lap dances. Okay. Um, which is a really fun thing. I've worked in clubs kind of all over the United States. So, it's really amazing. Um, Jumbo's was in 1971, I think. Jumbo the Clown, who was a clown in Los Angeles, bought Jumbo's Jumbo no Clown room. No fucking way. Yeah, and it used so to be it like— So it really is a clown's room. Yeah, and it used to be like kind of like where strippers went to dot, like a set, like very like dive bar. That's what I was told. Where yeah. strippers go to no, no, dive? So I was like, so you know, like, no, that, like sorry, it's just that's like, mean, but like It's like, that. like, it's like uh, older and people have been doing it for a long time who have maybe aged out of the like, more fancy right, places. Like dive bar. Right. And that's what I was told about Jumbo. Whenever I tell people about it, they're like, what is that? Like, do people have peg legs and like eye patches? Well, they used that's to have, they used to have a one like a dancer there. I love that. Uh, I hope they find Courtney another. Courtney Love danced there in the 80s. Oh my Shout gosh. Shout out, Courtney. We love you. What's up, babe? Uh, I think I have your kitchen table, your dining room table, by the way. Anyway, um... <laughs> That's another story. Uh, so then, yeah. And then um, Karen, his daughter, took it over when he kind of aged out. And then, like, she started hiring these, like, pretty girls and interesting girls. And and then all the women that work there are the managers. So all the bartenders have worked there for 20 years. So it's all female-owned, female-run. It is. I've We're wondered. We're all friends. Like, a lot, all the girls hang out. Like, it's a very female-empowering sisterhood we, we cheer each other on. We, like, collaborate on dances. Yeah. Um, That's what I was going to ask. Is it competitive at all? Because obviously you are competing for tips yeah. in some way. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely—of course, we're all there to make money at the end of the day. So the, there's little clicks and little rivalries here and there. But in general, especially, like, I would say I've been working on the night shift for a long time because there is a day shift at Jumbo's. And you have to work the day shift before you're allowed to do yes, the night shift, right? That's, that's something else that's different. No matter how pretty you are, no matter, like, what trick you can do, you still have to work day shift for, like, several months before oh. you can ever work night shift. And how much money do you work on a day shift versus a night shift? <sighs> a day shift is, like, 100 bucks, maybe. Wow. Maybe. Or, like, I mean, some girls have regulars, and so they're just killing it. But I wasn't— Are you I'm allowed to say what the audition process is like? Like, how easy sure. is it to work there? Um, Nicolette is just hard. asking for somebody else. Yeah, for yeah, a friend. Sure. Wink, wink. <laughs> no, literally, uh, I honestly <laughs> thought about working there for a really long time, but I'm worried I'm going to see clients and things. Yeah. But I still have this, 
I've done pole for a while and I've, yeah. I've thought about it. Last time we went, Nicoletta literally called cheetahs on the Uber ride home to ask when auditions. Oh my God. <laughs> you were like, I'm ready. Where are my shoes? Dust them off. So good. That's amazing. Audition process. Um, basically, I'll tell my story at least, yeah. like my experience. So I came in and I had retired from dancing. I had my master's degree and I was like, I, I got to do something else. But I went to Jumbo's and I same same experience as, as you a guys. Patron. And I was like, "This is fucking amazing!" I can can I curse? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Great. I was just <laughs> it's, a, yes. it's encouraged. Okay. Wonderful. So this is fucking amazing. And I was there and uh, with my now ex wife, but um, and we loved it. And then I came back and I auditioned. And first they said, "Actually, we're full." We can't take you. So you can't even audition. So I went to my car and like cried. Like I can't even get a job as a stripper. Like sad. <laughs> and then and then they called me back and they're like, you left your ID. We think we want you. Uh, so I went and I auditioned. And it's kind of like a weird place. Like you have to be a little bit weird. Yeah. You can't just be, if you could come in there with like the perfect body, the perfect whatever. And if you're just kind of a regular person, it doesn't, you have to have something a little bit funny about you to work okay. there, I would say. All right. Um. So you went into an audition, but there were they weren't holding auditions. You just like show up and you're like, "Hi, I'm I'm looking." So you asked to you asked to audition, and then you come in on a day shift, like usually like a Sunday day, uh-huh. like five o'clock or something. What song did you do? Do you pick your song? Do they play something? Uh, yeah, it's out of the jukebox. So I you pick your song. Uh, Wait, there's a jukebox? Yeah, that's how we pick all our music there. Did you know? Oh, is it in the no. back? Oh no, on the other side of the bar. So like when you first walk in the door to your left, there's a big jukebox that we all go over there before we dance because we're putting in our song. Do you have like to a, pay for that? No, no, no. It's free. Oh. But only you get to do that. Yeah. Like if we see a patron go over there, we're like, no, 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 no. Like. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, that's kind of good because it's not, then it's not this creepy announcer being like, Crystal, Crystal, on the stage, on the stage Crystal. Give him a show. Oh, yeah, I've heard God. every horrible DJ voice. They like haunt me in my dreams. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So you just pick something. On the, so there's, so you can really only do what's on the jukebox. Yeah. See, it's like a beautiful thing. Like people love Jumbos because of the music because it's like a lot of older stuff. And working there can be really amazing because it pushes you to be creative. Because think about it, you only have like how many good songs on an album. And then the albums don't change that often in there. Mm-hmm. So, and you don't get to like choose what albums are in there. Right. Uh, so you really have to like get, get creative at a certain point. Um, wow. Do you have a plan for the night of what songs you're going to do? I mean, we all have like our five songs that we kind of like do. And then if a girl is there that has like more seniority than you, you might ask her like, can I dance to it tonight or something? Oh, wow. So there is seniority. Like a little bit. Like it's not like a it's not like a spoken rule, but it's right. a, you kind of know. Like, if someone's song dick. is someone if that's someone's song, it's someone's song. Yeah. But wait, we were talking about I'm like I'm like can't track. keep thinking because I'm like, oh my gosh, when am I gonna try to audition? Like well, how do I get there? <laughs> like when great. do I call? It's gonna be great. <laughs> I gotta no. just do it. We talk about it every time we go. Yeah, you just call and ask like when would be are you guys <gasps> having auditions? Are you guys hiring? But and do then, they hire curvy women? Oh yeah, they definitely hire curvy women. Because I am I am a not so svelte. Have you seen curvaceous uh, lady? No, we have several curvy women there. Okay, I, I believe in curvy curves all the way. You believe in them? How they're real? How women. open do you feel like they are to diverse bodies? Um, I feel like they're open. I feel like it's hard because who is bartending that day is it's kind of like their opinion whether you get hired or not. Wow. So it's everyone sort of has a preference of what they think is beautiful, right? So mm. I might think that someone could definitely get hired there, but maybe they don't. Um, I think they're pretty open to a lot. I mean, there's girls that have tattoos. There's all different body shapes, mm-hmm. all different ages, all different sizes, all different faces, every ethnicity. But everyone's really good. Yeah. Every, I think that's a requirement. You have to be really good. You just have to be really creative and really 
like brave. And also, uh, you know, the thing about jumbos is you can tell like kick a customer out or you like if you cross a line or you do feel like you can stand up for yourself there. Do you feel to like that's clubs. because it's female owned? Completely. A hundred percent. Have you worked in other clubs that are not women owned? Uh, every other club that every, I've ever so, worked so in. So this is the only woman-owned club that you've worked that in? That I've ever worked in. Yeah, yeah. I would love to hear your uh, CV, please, of like where you've worked and how you got to this oh, point. Because you mentioned you were stripping an undergrad, as yeah. you said, and then we veered off track because we decided to define Sorry. jumbos. So let's yeah. bring it back to Because I want to audition. Go back to <laughs> Enough yeah. about Nicoletta. Let's bring it back to you, Caroline. You Sorry. are our guest. Oh, Next week's episode will be Nicoletta Dreams of Stripping. I and know. for now, <laughs> we're here with Caroline. <laughs> I'll take pictures of the jukebox for you. Pick your song. Um, I've got a list already. Okay, so where have I worked? Um, I've danced. I started dancing at Scores in Baltimore. And what prompted that? I was an undergrad, and I was uh, paying for it myself and struggling. And I moved out at seventeen. Um, wow. And I kind of like this sounds really bad, and my mom's gonna hate me for saying this, but I kind of always knew I was gonna be a stripper at some point in my life. I've had dreams about it since I was like really I just young. always kind of knew. Like, and I know that's a weird thing to. I but know in I a wouldn't positive be a way. Yeah, but like I just knew that I could do it and I knew that I'd be good at it. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of this like, you know, taboo, sexy, bad rebel thing. And I was exactly 18 and in that rebel age and needed money. And my friend worked there um, already. And at she at score? Uh, yeah, scores. 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 Scores of Baltimore. women. Baltimore. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and it's great. It's a great club. It's huge. Um, mm -hmm. But that's where I started. Uh, I Did you take, this was like before pole classes were like a yeah, thing. This so you is just like, like had to learn. This is like hashtag I'm a real stripper, like where you learn on a dirty pole at, with men watching you naked and you make a full, like I, my first. And you're totally naked. And you have no idea what you're doing. Yeah, so like because yeah, if they don't serve alcohol, then it's can no, be that, Well, it depends that's on the only, state. No, that's only uh, LA County. Oh, okay. In Baltimore, it was full nude, full alcohol. Whoa. It was okay. like a party. It was like a three-story club. Was, we had like Ravens players, a, a Orioles players. Yeah, Mecca. Oh yeah, it was crazy. It was fun. So like there were different floor, floors depending on what sports team you supported? No, there were different floors. Just like it was a three-story wow. club. Okay. So, you, so you, you're 18. You get hired. Yeah. What was your audition? Um, what was your song? What was my song? I think I did like Portishead or something. Ha! Uh, you know. I fucked that I in high school. I just a woman. Whatever oh that song is. God. Yeah, I think I totally did that one. I like one. it. That's dark. so good. I, used to, I did, used to do like a lot of like, uh, what is it? Like Rev 2220. I used to do, just do like really like angsty, angry, yeah. sexy, yeah. slow songs. I like that. A, a lot, lot of dancing. 90s. Yeah. It was really good. <laughs> Alice in oh Chains. Oh, yeah, my first time I danced though, I went down, you like, the thing is upstairs, like a whole story. So you walked on a first set of stairs in front of everyone. And then you walked down a second set of stairs to the main stage. And the first set, you take off your dress. The second set, you take off your underwear. And then you're supposed to go back up the stairs. Naked. Yeah, but you go like, it's like the whole thing is a stage. Do you like show your vulva? Like, is that a, like, are you supposed to like spread your legs and like show it? I mean, that's not, it? like some girls do. I, that was, like, I would kind of more do like a leg flip, like kick open. Tease. I'm not really like, here's my vagina yeah, kind of a gal. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Like, here you go. If I open this wide enough. Because I'm also just don't feel like that's like that attractive How personally. funny would it be if you brought a speculum? <laughs> no, I mean, I guess you could. I think there's girls that like do, not, not in scores, but there's girls that do that for okay. sure. I have a speculum now. I saw my own cervix for the first time last weekend. It's extremely Is exciting. Is it beautiful? It's actually really beautiful. And I was very How moved. did you describe it? A big red Big red donut. donut. It looks like a donut. It's bigger than you think. And mine is like really perfectly placed, allegedly, not to like body shame people who don't have perfectly placed cervixes. <laughs> oh my God. How do you even know? Like, I don't want to look because I, I don't need another thing to like 
feel weird about myself. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Let me check to make sure that's weird. Sorry, enough about my service no, talk. good. Back to you. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, but the best part was when they were telling me what to do, I was, like, so nervous that there's another staircase to get to the dressing room, but it's, like, you have to go across the f- club. Mm-hmm. So I finish... And I hop off the stage completely naked and start going across the club to the stairs to go up to the dressing room, not the stairs on the stage. And everyone just is like running over to me and is like, no, because apparently I'm breaking like 18 laws. Oh, because you're not. Because I'm not on the stage and I'm completely naked and everyone's like running. And that was my first time ever stripping and dancing. And everyone, I was was horrified and like, but they brought you back. But I was still cute. So they were like, so I, cute. I have beautiful breasts is what it is. My breasts have gotten me so many places. Really? I have beautiful I didn't, breasts. I didn't, we didn't fully get to see, see them. them but we didn't get to see them. It's The tease of them seemed they, wonderful. They're really nice. If you want to show them to us, we will look, but you don't have to. Yeah, I am probably going to show them to you at some point, for sure. Cool. Just oh my because God, they're so, so nice. Oh my God, I'm so excited. That moment could be now. Because they're only going to be nice for so long, and then— mm. Yeah, but then they're just like then they've lived. Then they've then they are, yeah. Exactly. They're experienced. My point is like you should just be happy with them right now. Yeah. Because then later Yeah. Now so, they're just, now they're just staring at me waiting for the yeah, go, go, go. Exactly <gasps> oh, what's they're happening. They're like perfect. They're very, they're perfect. very perfect. Wow. Wow. Sorry. I was just wow. sitting here and they were waiting for it. I no, we're so it. happy. See Nicoletta and I are in like the I wish you could have seen them. Are in like the more like pendulous space for our breasts, I would say. Although no, yours are not that pendulous. Yours are very up. What do you mean by for pendulous? Big, like pendulums that swing back and forth. Uh that's more mine. I have like huge boobs. I so used to Nicoletta. have huge boobs. I used to be much heavier. So I used to have like double D boobs. Really? Wow. I wish I could have seen those. Yeah. I like them at all stages. Those are glorious, too. Those are glorious. So you have had good experiences mostly at Jumbos, but have you had any dangerous or not so good experiences? Oh, of course. Um, And how do you deal with that? I mean, I I always tell girls, like, so I used to do um, have, like, a home club when I lived in North Carolina for a little bit. What's a home club? It means, uh, like, the club that you kind of, like, where you live— and it's your main one that you go mm-hmm. to. But, but you might guest at other places. Yeah, but you're guest at other places. So you might have like a friend that's cute and you guys like go on, I don't know, a road trip and follow the money. So you would go to like Myrtle Beach during golf season. Basically you follow like a rich white man. So you go to like oh, yeah. you go to like Myrtle Beach during golf season. <laughs> Story of my life. Sorry, sorry. And then you go to New York, you go to New York for the Republican convention and you take all their money and it's amazing. Uh, these are good business insider yeah, secrets. Tips. Um, so, I, like, but you always, like, I always surrounded myself with really strong women or women that really knew how to take care of themselves um, and women that could handle their, you know, alcohol or whatever um, and just leave. Like, I've guessed it at a club and it just felt sketchy and we were like, let's go. Just just re- always remember that you can leave. So it's good to have friends with you there. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't suggest— Stripping is like traveling. Don't do it alone. Exactly. Or you could do it alone, or actually. You traveling, can, there's just more risks. But you can also, if you're dancing, you can always find a girl— that, Like, I would find a girl that has danced at that club before and ask her about it mm. before I ever work there. Got it. Um, I always find out something before. Don't just, like, Google shit. Like, ask a girl. They know the real stuff. Because, you know, there's managers that are really horrible. There's bouncers that are really horrible. There's DJs that can be horrible. Um— that aren't afraid to put you in a risky situation. Mm. So just remember, remember you can always leave. I know that sounds like so silly, but 
girls forget. Like they're like, oh, I don't want it to be awkward. They're like, no, just go. No, if it's sketchy enough, you're probably not going to want to go back. Yeah, there's probably a hundred other strip clubs in your radius. Like it's okay. Well, speaking of of unpleasant experiences, I have a question. And Nicolette and I have talked about this a lot at Jumbo's. So the way that Jumbo's is is this is this weird shaped stage. It's pole that has like dents in it it's great it's been there for so long but you like and mirrors on the ceiling and mirrors on the ceiling it's uh-huh. fucking amazing and then like the customers throw money on the stage yeah, which is standard which is standard and then the music is done and then this woman who you've just seen doing these incredible moves then has then like pushes all the money mm-hmm. and does that make you uncomfortable like you get down on your hands and knees and you're like pushing the money across the stage you know what Girls, every time they come in, ask me this question. Like, this bothers them it so bothers much. Me. It, it bothers, bothers me. women it so much. It bothers me so much I, when I go. It doesn't bother me, but I've also gone with people who are like, oh, like, I hate this part. Not just because they're, like, worried about the woman cleaning it up and it feel they feel like it's degrading, but also because they think it takes away from the mystery of the performance. Totally. No, and, I, I like, I, I hear it all the time, but it's funny because, like, we all— I mean, at least when I've seen girls be asked, or when I'm asked, we all kind of laugh because— it's actually one of my favorite parts. Because you're like, um, how much do I get? No, it's not <laughs> even the money. It's like, it's your time to show your personality. So mm-hmm. like for me, like I'll be on stage and I have a totally different persona and I'm like, you like me, tip me, you're welcome. It's like a very like, you know, serious thing. And then when I'm done, I kind of show my more like silly, awkward side. Mm. And it's kind of your way to be like, hey, like to draw people say like a quick little thing. You can talk to people. Yeah, you like show that you're witty, you're funny. Or people ask you questions or they ask your name. And that's actually how you end up making a lot of money because you're engaging with these people. Wow. And then when you get off, you know, or people ask you to come over, can I get a dance from you? Where if you just get off, there's never a chance for them to necessarily like Interface, interact yeah. with you. And a lot of people are nervous when you're just walking to come up. So it's like an inviting, relaxing it's like time. The, it's like Interesting. A, it's like, and all the, and you'd say most of the dancers there feel the same we, way. We're completely like all are. We so all, you're saying like, there's laugh. not a job opening for like a cute girl in an outfit to like sweep the money off? That's, that's where she wants to be. I know. I mean, I would definitely hire you to be my, like, sweet girl, for well, sure. Well, we're thinking, like, come up in, like, a French maid or something costume and in between each yeah, set. Yeah, like, with a little, like, Swiffer. Yeah, no, it's I just love Simone it. being, like, I mean, you could tell, if you want to, like, if I could figure that, if I'll ask Karen, see if she'll be cool Oh, my God, I'm I mean, she's, I don't know. but Karen, we love you. Karen, we love you. Hi, Karen, you're the best. So that's so interesting. I wonder what that says about me that it bothers me so much. You're not like, like so many women say that every single time. But I think we're just projecting like or or taking social conditioning of like I don't know that we like it's weird Something that we about think the that, crawling. I think it's weird that we think that one thing is degrading and another thing isn't. Right. And it's like, well, as you're saying, like everyone who's there is choosing to be there, and you know, it's just it's. I'm it's also a, part a of really sexy crawler, personally. You're, you are, it's yeah. True. Like so, it's kind of my time to be like, and I even kind of do like a little look back, like I can do a little booty thing. Like it, it's totally your like leave them wanting more moment. Interesting. And I, if you use it right, if you do it right, it can totally be your leave leave them wanting more. So moment. you're saying you can feel empowered crawling and collecting your stuff, totally. and it feels good. It because feels like I'm, another part yeah, because I'm persona. funny and witty, and I like say things, and I'm like. It's like little zings and you get to connect with people and okay. I like it. How did cool. you get the confidence to go out and do all that in front of an audience? Because it can be daunting. I mean, especially on busy nights, the place is packed. I still get nervous all the time. I mean, I before my first set, I still like get nervous. Like I'm behind the curtain. I'm like, so this is going to sound really cheesy, but I tell myself like, I take a deep breath if I get really nervous and I'm like, you're doing it for like the universe or like you're doing it for yourself. Like, fuck it. Like, if I, uh, yeah, anytime I get you. nervous, it's not for them, it's for me. Mm-hmm. Or I pick a song that is just for, like, usually you try to pick your song to the crowd. 
But if I'm getting anxious, I'll pick a song for me. I feel like you dance better if it's a song for you. What would be a different, what's like a difference between like a song for the crowd versus a song for you? Like Dirty Diana, the crowd might like love. Mm -hmm. Um, But maybe I want to like do White Rabbit. Or like I think I saw you dance to White Rabbit. That was yeah, so good. I signed that one. I only oh. I don't dance at all for that one. I just signed the whole oh, thing. Oh, then I guess I didn't. I love that. Song I love doing so it. It just feels like such a like a good like. You just like fuck stand you. there Wait. and do it? Yeah. And then someone halfway through just takes off my jacket, but I stand there the whole time. I don't dance at all. And does someone else dance? No. Do you, you get just stand there naked? I just, I just stand there in like a white blazer and black lingerie and I start signing it. And then at a certain halfway through the song, one of the girls comes on, says nothing, does nothing, comes on, takes off my blazer, walks off. I continue signing. And they just let you, they're cool with this creative expression. One time I went on stage and sat cross-legged and knit for four minutes. To what <laughs> to what song? I love this. Uh, I don't remember, sadly. But so you really can do whatever you want. Yeah. How many times do you go on because stage Because that night? makes it different. That makes it That's fun. That's why Jumbos is so fucking yeah. awesome. Like, Did it, people tip you for knitting? Not really. They weren't really into that. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was sexy. I thought my cable scarf my was mother hot, came, but they were not into it. What was hot? My cable scarf was hot, oh, but they yeah. didn't think so. I'm sure what my about mother for the signing one? Oh, they, they, honestly, it's half and half. It could go, or like 80 Whatever, it might 20. depend on the audience. Yeah, that either day. people love it or they're just really confused and they're like, "Is she deaf?" And they get nervous <laughs> and then they get scared that there's like a deaf girl there, which they shouldn't be scared because deaf people can be sexual. Anyway, yes. You know, Ooh, let's talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we obviously hang out too much so because good. there are more and more times where we now say the same thing at the same. time. We are becoming one host. It's, it's a unit. It's a unit. Wait, so you think? So yeah, so deaf people can be sexual, and you. Feel the need to like claim that and say say that and shouldn't have to yeah. be said. Shouldn't have to it, be said, but yeah. well, I think um, at least in my experience, when I'm with deaf friends, I have, I have a lot of deaf friends, and hearing people come up, hearing people can be very ignorant, and hearing people tend to like sort of make a person with a they per, a perceived disability. Mm-hmm. Um, deaf uh, deaf culture, at least like the deaf people I'm with, don't consider themselves to have a disability. Mm-hmm. They're actually like deaf power, deaf pride, and that's kind of the side I'm on. Um, but deaf people are extremely open, like culturally, and they're extremely like sexual and open and party and do all the things. And I think sometimes people, when they think someone has a disability, they almost like Disney them. Like they, they can't picture them doing something sexual because it like makes them uncomfortable. Oh. Yeah, it becomes a youth thing. Like yeah, a like, young, a, like, they, like innocent thing. Where, you know, a deaf person's brain is cognitively fine. Their sexual organs are fine. And emotionally, they're fine. They can fall in love, have sex, have babies. And even folks who aren't cognitively fine or emotionally can still fine do, exactly, also can, can be sexual. Yeah, exactly. So um, thank you for... She's the therapist. Yeah. I'm, all, I'm always here to add in that, I'm just P- that, P- that, that PC component. Thank you. No, it's true. And that's not how I meant to word it. So I appreciate yeah. that. Um, but yeah, just like it's, yeah, I see that all the time and that's like really interesting. Especially because like as a hearing person, you probably, people don't necessarily know that you are hearing. Oh, they just see you all the time. People. All the time. And um, you would be surprised like the shit people say. When they <gasps> think they, uh, oh no, what do they say? Like one time I was with my deaf friends at the mall. I was like pretty young and we're signing and these guys are like sitting near us and they- I'm like on edge. Oh. And they start talking about like me and they start talking about my boot. Like, oh, that girl has hot tits or like she's hot for a deaf girl. <gasps> And they're like, hot for a deaf girl. Oh, that's something I've heard several times. Whoa, that's yeah. fucked up. I know, right? Like, what? I mean, I, I don't understand. Like, hot for a deaf? I don't even understand. Like, deaf people can't be hot. Exactly, it pisses I, me all off. All the deaf people. I mean, not that it's like a requirement, I a but I know a lot of. For sure. I went to a summer camp where we did like uh, we had like deaf exchange students, yeah. kind of. So everyone <laughs> had to learn ASL. Like it was on like. Um, Everyone had to learn the alphabet. It was like on those stall doors in the bathroom. So like I have very rudimentary sign language, but we also had everything was interpreted. 
and and like the interpreters were like hot. Interpreters like, really are hot. hot. Actually, one of the interpreters is the interpreter who did this the Snoop Dogg song that like oh, went yeah, viral. Yeah, I, yeah, she's cool. She's so cool. Oh, yeah. My God, I don't know if she remembers me. <laughs> like hi, so like I, I, was, I was like eight. Anna, right? That's her name. I think. I don't know. I'm blanking. Shout out. Hey. Anyway. <laughs> No, I, I got lost for train of thought. I was thinking of uh, when you guys talk about deaf people and sex. One of the best parts about living in an all deaf house. Oh my gosh, you was can be that loud like as you can want. be as loud as you want? And I mean, they were also as loud <laughs> as they wanted to be, which is like the so double could, sword. Yeah. But like, I used to come home from dancing in grad school. Yeah, and I would go go dance in grad school and like sign and dance, and I was like always half naked. Uh, and I would come home and like cook a whole meal at three in the morning, like count my money, take a shower. Like turn on TV, dance around. You could have sex. Like you could do anything. You you could scream just for no reason. Oh my god, that's kind of great. That's so liberating. Yeah. But then at the same time, like sorry, the fire alarm would go off at like seven a.m. and they don't know it. And, no and one I knows. come downstairs and my roommate's just cooking, looking at me like, "What's up?" And my ears are bleeding. So it's like, <laughs> wait. So what? What is the? What's the fix for that? For like fire alarms for deaf people? So that there is a thing. We just our landlord only put it in the top part of our house. Got it. Um, it's the lights flash. Okay. For like a doorbell or uh, for a fire alarm, they flash a different way. Interesting. And this I think is naive, but also I want our listeners to know. And obviously, I know you can't speak for all deaf people and the whole deaf community, right. but like what. How do people who are hard of hearing or are deaf like to be like approached or spoken to if someone is hearing only and does not speak sign language? Because I want to be able to bridge the gap between communities more, and I, I feel like I don't know how sometimes. Totally. I mean, I think that's hard for me to answer as a hearing person because I yeah. think all— I have so many deaf friends that would say 10 different answers. Mm -hmm. I can give some, like, methods. Um, obviously, learning sign language is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, having, like, on your phone, like— writing back and forth. Like, if you want to ask a deaf person a question, you don't know sign language, type it on your phone. Um, right. and, or write it down. Yeah, or write, cool. it, or write it on something and tap them on their shoulder. That's always, a, that's appropriate in deaf culture mm -hmm. um, to get their attention and then hand it to them. Uh, I have a question also about deaf people and I'm sorry if this is tokenizing, but like, have you fucked deaf people and is it different and how do you talk about what you want in bed? Because, their, hands are because their other senses are maybe heightened? Yeah, I'm just curious. Yeah, it's like sensory play. Just let her talk. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Um, I have fucked two deaf people and it was amazing. Uh, so She I needs more like, details. <gasps> Okay. You don't have to. You don't have to share. No, this. I want to share this one part. It's so good. It's okay. needed to be shared. So, I'm not going to say who the person is, but but shout uh, out to you. But shout out to you because this was fucking boss. So I. So we're How like. How can we do the shout out? Never mind. Well, Doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. Well, it's okay. We'll get it we to know. them. <laughs> so, um, I'm like, you know, about to hook up, and they sign, um, and we're laying there, and then they go. And I go, what does this mean? Like, what does that mean? She's doing this motion where her hands are waving under, and then each like other. crossing each other. They said, "I will destroy you." <laughs> and I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> and then we had crazy sex, and it was amazing. No, so were you uh, destroyed? I will. Yeah, I will destroy you. Is what mm. they said. Um, and yeah, I, was I got like, a little turned on right then. Yeah. <laughs> I like so, that too. Wait, can you teach us? Yeah. So I point at yourself. I. And then Will is like make a flat hand to your face and then go forward. Flat hand to your face Does and go forward. Does it matter if it's left or right hand? Um, I'm left handed. So if you're right handed to your right. Okay. Uh -huh. 
I, I will. will. And then destroy is you're taking your hands over each other. And then when you're crossing them, you're closing them to fists. Destroy. Oh, destroy. that's totally yeah, destructive. I will destroy. I will destroy you. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. And it was amazing. And like, you know, I'm actually like a pretty big talker in bed personally. Um, like dirty talk or like saying do this, do that? Um, no, like uh, dirty, Like I'm pretty like kinky. I'm like in the BDSM community. So I like a lot of talk. I like a lot of power play. And so I thought like I kind of had the same concern <laughs> about like what do you do? But it was really amazing and beautiful because you kind of just like run each other's breathing, like just feeling each other's breath. And like if it was really dark, I mean the one time we had sex, I could see like we had a light on so we could talk a little bit if we had mm -hmm. to. But a lot of it's just like breathing and like feeling each other. And it was really freeing as a woman to like kind of make any noise I wanted to make mm -hmm. and breathe as loud as I wanted to and like just make any noise. Yeah. And I wasn't Did you notice ever... that you did less of the like porno noises? Yeah, it was more like a like it, it was wasn't more as guttural. Well, yeah, right? it wasn't as it was beautiful. Like, <gasps> it was like, oh. yeah, yeah was that's like, like what I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> it was less like I have <sighs> I have let go of making sexy sounds during yeah. sex. <laughs> but that is sexy in and of itself, yeah. right? And it was super hot. It was just really it was cool. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so happy that you had that experience. Yeah, I hadn't tell that story. The I will destroy you just like oh still I'm just like Thank you. That's that so great. good. <laughs> Shout out to you. Shout out it. to you. <laughs> Destroyer. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. So yeah. something that we focus a lot on here at Sluts and Scholars is just the combination of maybe sex or kinky things and quote unquote vanilla or like regular life. So you are one of the maybe few dancers that uses your real name dancing and maybe works in a quote unquote vanilla job. How do you balance that? Like have you gotten any people who haven't given you a job or have given... I don't know, thrown shade because of dancing. Oh, yeah. Um, so, always. Um, <laughs> but I don't give a single fuck. Um, I, now, even in grad school, like, for social work, you had to pick a subgroup to do, like, a thesis on. And I picked sex workers and strippers and took uh, my deafblind classmate and my Mormon classmate to the first strip club ever and got them a lap dance. How um, was that? It was amazing, and they loved it, and they I completely changed dance. their perspective. I've never had a lap dance. What? <laughs> Is that shocking? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, well, I'm working tonight, so <laughs> see you later. <laughs> um, now great. we know there's a booth. <laughs> yeah, I'm working. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but And so I, I even had like a queer porn star come and do a presentation at grad school. So oh my gosh. That's I, awesome. I've been always been you very and Ava open. You be friends. Um, like, I... I I think also since there's only like 50 signing social workers or 100 or something in the United States, um, you, like if someone wants to hire me for this job, you kind of have to. There mm. aren't a lot of choices. But I'm so also, they can't discriminate really. Completely. But I also think when you, I used to be kind of ashamed of, you know, that I'd stripped or things like that. But I think when you actually like really hold power in it. And so, for example, the reason why I did that project in grad school was because I could see my classmates having these little like micro expressions when I was talking about dancing and I was like, you guys are social workers and you're supposed to like not have bias yeah. and I seriously clean issue. Yeah, because what like, if they have a sex worker come and right. talk to them? Like you're gonna, are you going to make that like little fucking judgy face at them? No. So that's why I did it. But then so it smart. also gave me, it also was like the first time I really held power and being like, this is what I do. So even with my parents, I, I my mother has come to Jumbos and that was a huge. Whoa. Like she amazing. almost didn't come to my wedding because I was a dancer. So like the fact that she like came to Jumbos, she had a great time. Yeah. My dad once saw me as the moaner in the vagina monologues, but I don't think that's the same it's thing. It's not quite the same. 
compliment that. That is still really brave of you. How did? Can wow. you say how she? Do you feel comfortable saying how yeah, she responded? Yeah, we can talk about it. Uh, so she was in town, and were I'm, you really nervous? And like, why? Yeah, just. Sorry, yeah, no, questions. Good. so many questions. That's good. Um, uh, she was in town visiting, and I was completely at the stage where I'm like, this is who I am. You either like it or you don't. And, and I've had supervisors come see me dance. Like, I'm so open about it that I think when you take control in it, people have a different reaction to you. When you, mm-hmm. when you say it without shame, people tend to have a different reaction. Um, say it without shame. So when, you know, then, then they can't shame you. When you're like, I'm not, I'm not shameable. So it doesn't work. Trying to slut shame me is hilarious. It never goes well. <laughs> anyway, my point, my mom came. And um, I was like, no, I'm proud of what I do. Come see me tonight. She's like, can I come? I was like, yeah. So then she's going to come. I'm like drinking tequila. I'm like horrified all of a sudden. Like, that she's I'm like, why did mother. I invite it? Why am I like, I'm not that brave. Like, what am I doing? Um, yes, you are. Yes, I, I was. It worked out. So she came and I could tell she was really nervous. Did you tell your peer, like your colleagues? I told everyone there? my mother was coming. Yeah. Um, my mother's also like gorgeous, by the way, and really charming. And I Don't doubt it. They could try like, to hire stunning. her. Honestly. Do a little mother-daughter dance. Oh, oh yeah. This, no, she would never. This. So my mom's like Maryland PTA, like Got it. four kids. Um, they tend to be kinky. She's not. Sorry, we she's don't pretty, talk about your mother's She's pretty life. vanilla. Yeah, she's pretty like, but she's she's cool. She's a little rock and roll. Anyway, this story ends well. She comes in and I, like, like I do my dance and I, I edit out like maybe like one thing. But I try to keep the rest. I'm like, no, I'm going to dance exactly how I do. Mm-hmm. And at first, she's kind of like, you're very pretty. Like, you can tell she's very nervous. Like, three tequilas later, she's at the bar, like, getting shots from regulars and, like, having a great time. And then I look over at the jukebox. She has her reading glasses on at the jukebox, and she's trying to pick my next song. And she's like, Caroline, you know, you really should have, like, more. Like, you should do more. Like, I think I should get you a Spider-Man costume. And you should, like, she webs at people. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, she was, like, getting into it. Right, and so she liked it. That's the PTA. But she liked it, and I was, like, so happy. Okay, so then the next night— Did she tip? That was her her one thing. She's like, I cannot tip you as your mother. And I go, I do not want you to tip me as my mother. And it was, like, great. Fine boundary. So then then the next night, and I'm like, oh, my God, what a beautiful, like, bonding moment for us, you know? Yeah. We go to Harvard and Stone, and then she's like, I really—you know what? Bar should have something to do. We should go back to Jumbo's. I want to go back to Jumbo's. We go back to Jumbo's. When you, I, when you weren't working. I wasn't working. Did you have working. to wait on the line? No. Okay. No. Okay. But you're also not really supposed to go back. But, like, the fact that my mom wanted to go back to the strip yeah. club that I work at Good is, invitation. like, mind-blowing for me. I'm like, I love great. It. So we go. We're wasted. I go to the bathroom. I come back. She's making out with a regular. Oh! <laughs> And man or woman, not man, that it matters. A man, man. Okay. and he still comes in, and and I every time he sees me, he's like, "Hey, Carol, I'm like you, motherfucker." I'm like, "Give me five, literally, ten, mother, give me motherfucker, mother, mother, mother kisser, you." Mother I'm like, "You made out with my mother," and I was like, "Mom, we gotta go." Like, she's not that kind of a woman at all. I'm sorry, mom, I love you, but like, she's not that kind of a woman at all. But I was like. What but are you, you don't doing? know what she does behind closed doors. Oh, I'm like, no, she tells. She's too open. But, uh, <laughs> but no, and he still so comes in. So she's come around. Yeah, so she's much better now. I love that. I love that. Are there? Can you think? Of, I mean, not that I want to add on a bad note because we we do have to start wrapping up. But I am curious, like, if there have been shitty situations where the either romantically or professionally or anything where, like, by by virtue of the fact that you're a dancer, that people because you said slut shaming you is like hilarious. Because no one can do it. It doesn't work, yeah. Has but it people always... still do it. Yeah, Mo- like what kind of experiences? Honestly, most of what I've gotten has actually uh, been with my family. Interesting. Um, when I moved here and I got I got my master's degree and then I auditioned for Black Heart Burlesque and I went on tour for a year with the Suicide Girls Whoa. doing like Black Heart Oh, Burlesque. I saw them recently. Yeah, they're That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, you were so, with them? 
Yeah, so I did a couple like shows with them. Oh, I love that. And when I got it, I called my mom and I was like super excited about it. And she saw it and she like like called me every bad name and my parents kind of stopped talking to me. Like I've uh when I when they found out I was stripping when I was 18, like the police had to be called. Like they really I you know, wow. We've had like a lot of the most I've gotten has always been from my family. And I think it's because in I don't know, in, when I'm actually dancing or in work or what I do, I'm so confident in it and I'm mm-hmm. so happy and I'm, I'm actually, like, not horrible at it, like you said. So Like, really good. But so mm-hmm. people tend to, like, I don't tend to get that much shit from other people. I mm-hmm. mean, of course, like, stupid men say things all the time, like, you're too pretty to be here. Or, like, something weird, you they're know, like, and you're, like, too good to I'm be pretty, here. Right, right, or, like, save you. or they treat me like I'm stupid, which is really fun. Uh, and I'm, like, I have a master's degree. <laughs> uh, but... So the most has been for my family, which is why, like, you know, it's kind of— my dad is still in a place where I now, whether it makes him uncomfortable or not, will talk about my job. Oh, wow. Because that is what I do. And if you want a relationship with me, then I'm that's what I do. Um, he, like, isn't excited about it by any means. Um, but I, the, with my mom, it's been really great because I can just— now that she's seen it and she's kind of like come around, she gets it it's really more. fun because I get I to like tell her about work or that. tell her about something that happened or um, re- like share my life with her. How yeah. do you stay so sure and confident with what you want to do and get feedback from like the people that are supposed to be the most loving and supportive huh. in your life, like family? Yeah, I don't, I'm kind of like against the, I'm kind of the girl that when you tell me not to do something, I do it twice. You know, and I've always been like that. Well, we hope you don't come back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever come Great. back. Great. <laughs> I will. No, um, I, I've always been like, that's unfair. I've always been a bit of a rebel. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always been comfortable being naked. I've always been comfortable with my body. I've always been like, that's wrong. That's not fair. I, I'm not afraid of things that other— I'm, I'm bad at other things that other people are not good at. Like, I'm bad at texting and, like, doing laundry. But I'm great at— Yelling at someone for, being I don't know, fucker. being a bully or I love um, that. You know, well, I'm sure all of our listeners obviously want to see you dance and see you on the internet and all of that. And we're gonna tell them when they can do that. But the one thing that I want to know is well, two things: what is like your most hated pet peeve that clients do, and so what people should not fucking do, and for some reason you don't understand why they do, and what's a really good thing people can do aside from tip lots and lots and lots. A tip so much money. Okay, um, this is good. Women, I love you all so much as a lover of women and as a supporter of women. If you're going to come to Jumbos, have a good time. Because, like, we get half these girls that, like, you guys who love it and know what it is, and then we get another half of girls that come in to either, like, be cool for their boyfriend or I don't exactly or know why they're coming, and they just, like, mean mug us the whole time and don't tip mm. and think that they don't have to tip because they're female— no, you have to tip if you're watching. Yeah, you tip. support. If you watch, female. you tip, and like that's one of my. It's actually really frustrating because I'm looking at them like it's like I'll say that to them. You know, women should be supporting women, but they come in there, they like, and also we can see and hear all of you. By the way, like everyone always thinks they're watching a television, oh. and we can't see or hear anything they're talking about. Uh-huh. But um, when you're talking shit, we can hear you. Oh my um, gosh! So. I think that's the hardest part for me is like when women come in there and they're really not supportive and they're really mm. just judgy and not tipping. Yeah. Uh, you have to tip whether you're a woman. And if you don't want to be there, go to Harvard and Stone or like go to any other bar ever. If you want to be the center of attention, this is not the bar. No. Because uh, we you are. Because you're the center of attention. Because I'm hired to be. So right. like, 
So you I'm get sorry. paid in addition to tips? I'm just curious about no, how this all works. No, it's you like every other tips. club. You only make tips. Uh, we're all freelance. Wow. We all pay taxes. Oh, wait. What so is, is it okay to not tip every dance or should you tip every dance? You should. If you're watching, you should tip. I mean, at least a couple per girl. Okay. Um, if a girl you really like, then make it rain. Yeah, Nicola okay. wants to know if make it rain is a legit thing that's appreciated or not. Yeah. Always. Okay. Make yeah, it it's rain more is, money. One time, one time a guy was leaving and he threw money at the stage and it smacked me across the face. But it was a complete accident. But I was like, if you have enough money to smack me across, to legitimately smack me across the face, <laughs> it's okay. deal. Like, it's fine. <laughs> like, if you want to go in there with, like, one of those money grants and just shoot it, like, that's, that's totally fine. fine. Just give me your money. Because oh I got to pay my bills. And How life much is do you real. make on a, in a night? Like, you don't have to share. Um, sorry, I mean, you had a question. I'm sorry. I mean, it's, it's, it's gone down a lot. This year has been the worst financially. Um, Interesting. I honestly blame it on Trump. Uh, conspiracy. But it's I just like, it, it felt like everyone just got like really sad and and scared and money isn't spent on like it's the same thing with the recession. On like fun. like I was a stripper pre-recession and it was crazy. You just like champagne rooms and like money, you're just like swimming in it. It's it's worth it. And then after the recession, it just changed. Wow. People, I guess I would assume people would go more though when they're like depressed and down because well, they go like, to they bars. go, but they don't they don't tip. They don't tip. Got it. Interesting. So yeah. I, I started making like one third of what I used to make this year. Wow. And my big question before we end is the heel click. Oh, yeah. <gasps> what is she up with the heel click? Like, some people I know love it. Some people are like frightened and they jump so when it's explain. like boom. Some wait. people like, you know, bang it on the floor. Like when did that become a thing? Why the, why the heel so click? So wait, explain what the heel click is too. Because it's more, it's more of like a smack. Yeah, it's like smacking the shoes so you, together, smacking the shoes on the ground. Because your platforms are like plastic, when you smack them, they make a very loud, there's like a lot of room to make a loud noise. Um, you do it because people aren't paying attention. So you do it to kind of be like, wake the fuck like, up. Watch okay, me. Watch me. Whoa. That's how you do it. Same thing when I like smack. we're always watching. Yeah, we're always, yeah, you, but Because you guys people. are like, why are you guys smacking? I'm already watching. Yeah, but like for <laughs> people like who are at the bar and they're just talking or people who are sitting at the railing like, having a deep conversation, which always cracks me up. I just go over and I lean on the rail and I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, <laughs> of course you do. How are you? What, how? Hi. Do you guys if like you're sitting at the railing, right. you're supposed to tip more, right? Tip and don't, oh, this is one more pet peeve. Do not have your motherfucking phone out at the stage. I don't care if you're texting. I don't care if you're, one time someone had their phone at the stage and I told them I'd call their mom and they handed me their phone and I legitimately called their mother and she answered. <gasps> you did? Yeah, and I, I told her, that he was being disrespectful, and then he was with all his friends, and I went over, and I was like, your mom wants to talk to you. Oh, I handed yeah. back his phone. So do not have your phone out on my stage, or I will I take it from you, and I will call that. your mother. I will call your mother if I you have your that. phone on my stage. I love that. So in order, for people, in order for people to come to your stage, language, no. uh, when can they find you at Jumbo's? There isn't a set schedule, so schedule. it's a well, tricky. You but look for Caroline. Uh, but you can yeah, find face, her if you on go, Facebook and uh, Insta. Yeah, go. Facebook, yeah. Uh, so Facebook, it's Caroline Blake, C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E, B-L-A-I-K-E. Uh, and then my the gram would be the period Blake, B-L-A-I-K-E. Oh, cool. The Blake. And one thing that you mentioned is you're starting this uh, organization for deaf kids to do dancing. Yeah, I'm starting a, a— Sorry if I misspoke. No, it's it. totally right. Uh, a dance program for deaf students called Unspoken Expression. Wow. And it's going to um, be in L.A.? It's going to be in L.A. I'm talking to a studio right now that we're going to try to collaborate with. Um, and it's going to be really great. It's going to be deaf dance teachers because I have deaf dancer friends. Um, deaf role models coming in for like—we're going to have girls group on Wednesday— 
We're going to have yoga once a month. And then at the end of the semester, we're going to shoot like a full-length music video with a real director. Oh so there's already God. people donating time and money and sponsorship. Um, That's awesome. So God. look up Unspoken Expression. Unspoken Expression. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you thank so you. much for coming. Thank you guys. I wish I could so make fun. it rain on this podcast right yeah. now. <laughs> it's okay. Yes. That's all right. Well, our imagination. Yes, Next our time imagination. we come see you. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, thank you so much. And listeners, of course, if you enjoyed our podcast, make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Leave a review. Give us five stars if you think we're that amazing or whatever stars you think are appropriate. We also love your emails at slutsandscholars at gmail.com. And you can find us on Twitter at slutscholars and on Instagram at slutsandscholars. Bye. Bye.